<laughs> I'm curious about the law of attraction and how that interrelates with other laws like the law of gravity. And um, does one supersede the other? And um, law of attraction trumps everything. Okay. Now. But they are very similar in that you don't have to teach either one of them with words. Life experience will give it to you. Yes. Yes, it does. You don't see any of those little kids in school. We're going to learn about gravity today. Otherwise, everything will fly out of our hands and off into space if we don't know about it. And I say, no, it won't. Gravity will respond to you just like it does. It will respond to those who don't understand it just like it responds to those who do understand it. It is a law that affects everything in your environment. And law of attraction is such a law. Well, have we created the law of gravity through our own um, manifestation? Yes, at some level of creation, it was part of the intention. Everything that is has been created. So law of attraction is the singular law? Law of attraction is the basis of everything that we know. Law of attraction is the consistent factor in all things physical and non-physical. It is the basis of all universes. It is the basis of all creation. It is the basis of that which man calls God. It is the basis of that which is man. It's the basis of everything that is molecular. It is the basis of everything that is electrical. It is the basis of everything that is biological. It's the basis of all things. Everything is vibrational. And if scientists and doctors and researchers of all manner would learn about law of attraction and then let it be the basis of every question they ask, everything would go a lot easier. Now, the last question is, is law of attraction manifested from my personal experience? Or is everybody else experiencing this? Well, law of attraction is factoring in all vibrations. And since you are not the only one offering a vibration, then it is affected by, it is responding to all vibrations. Mm -hmm. So let's say you are offering some specific dominant vibrations as are other people with whom you're sharing your space, law of attraction will be the reason that you rendezvous. Law of attraction is the reason that on a very practical sense, law of attraction is the reason that you choose to stop at this gas station rather than that one, to exit this exit instead of another, to make this phone call at this particular time rather than that one. Law of attraction is at the basis of everything that you live. And when you tune in to your source energy so that your impulses are... You, you brought us to a very important place, so let's back up just a little bit and sort this out. This is something we've not talked about in this way before. You're right, it is something we have long wanted to say. So... Law of Attraction says, whatever I'm offering vibrationally is going to come back to me. So if I'm feeling like a victim, I'm going to attract things that represent that. If I'm feeling like a lover, I'm a beautiful, sensuous lover, I'm going to attract things that represent that. If I'm feeling like a martyr, I'm going to attract things that represent that. If I'm feeling brilliant, I'm going to attract conversations that represent that. If I'm feeling artistically creative, I'm going to attract things. If I'm feeling 
appreciative of delectable feasts, I'm going to attract things that represent that. So whatever it is I'm offering vibrationally, wanted or not wanted, law of attraction is going to unerringly and unbiasedly and without judgment respond to, which means law of attraction is the underlying orchestrator of events and conversations and situations and circumstances. So what I'm offering vibrationally is everything. And my awareness of what I'm offering vibrationally is important if I care about what I create and if I care about how I feel moment by moment. So since the potential of creating all manner of things is there, wanted and unwanted, then how do I play this game of creation in an environment where all things are possible all things are possible wanted and unwanted how do I know which way to go in an environment that's not just the human physical environment every thought that has ever been thought I still have access to so how do I how do I navigate this sea of vibration and we say the source energy part of you that was you before you were you and who has seen everything that you've lived and become everything that you're wanting to become now stands as this beacon that is calling you calling you calling you so the way you navigate yourself in this sea that is managed by law of attraction is by being aware of the vibration by being aware of how you feel and by caring enough about feeling good that you guide yourself incrementally toward the best feeling thought you can find from wherever you are so you use your guiding light, so to speak, as your beacon to know how to navigate this sea of attraction. How's that? That's great. That's great. There's more in there. There's more. Um, if I'm following my uh, feelings, my emotions about this, um, is it I asked you this once before, and you said that there are no wrong turns. I just follow follow the emotion. And there are no wrong turns be because you never get it done. Right. There was you you can't get it done, and you can't get it wrong. And the reason you can't get it wrong is because it isn't done. So even though it feels might feel wrong now, it isn't done. So it's not really ultimately wrong because you can still move toward what you are wanting because it's never done. It's not no a matter straight line. no matter where you stand. And we're really speaking to you in terms, it's only from your human physical standpoint that you ever talk about wrongdoing. Because the source energy part of you is so clear about the infinite eternalness of your being. In other words, think about it. So you could get off track in the sense that you focus on things you don't want and make yourself miserable for a while. That's as off track as you can get. But when you croak, you go right back into alignment. And then you reap the benefit of everything that you've lived. You think those people that you know that have made their transition into non-physical who don't seem readily available to you, it's because they are joyously reaping the benefit of everything that life has caused them to create. In other words, everything that life caused them to want is in vibrational escrow. And there, there's a very good time spent when somebody reemerges into non-physical just now living through all of that stuff that they've been asking for. It's sort of like everything was piled up outside your door and then somebody opened the door. Quite a party happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I'm getting it now. I think uh, 
you might agree that um, if I have a feeling and I'm following that feeling, as long as the feeling's making me turn down, is downstream and making me feel good, then go with that feeling. But if the feeling is making me go upstream and seems like work or seems like pain well, or something. Well, let, let, let us put it even in a, a clearer terms. There are downstream feelings and upstream feelings. Okay. The thought is what is causing the turn. The uh, feeling is just the indication of which way you've turned. The thought is the choice. The feeling uh -huh. is the e explanation of what choice you've made. Mm -hmm. Jerry and Esther were playing a game with Kate. She's four. And they were hiding things in the hotel room a little green car. They would take turns hiding it. And then the one who was looking for it, of course, would hide their eyes. And then they would go looking for it. And they would say, you're getting cold. You're getting colder and colder. Oh, now you're getting warmer, warmer, warmer. And just by listening to the colder, warmer, colder, warmer, anyone who was looking could go right to it. It was really a fun game. And Colder, 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 upstream, colder, 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 colder. Warmer, 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 hot, 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 hot. In other words, you can tell by the way you feel whether you are moving toward what you're asking for or away from what you're asking for. And your guidance is always calling you toward what you do want, but you get this relationship signal about about whether you're moving toward or away from what you want. In other words, one of the things that we really like best about this analogy of the, of the stream and the river rafting and all of that, no analogies are perfect because sometimes they have other components that take you off, but this analogy is so close to perfect that we are excited to offer it every time. We want you to recognize that there is only a stream of well-being. There's not a fork in the road where you could end up in the wrong current and go to hell. <laughs> and when you get it that it's that simple, that I can complain or I can appreciate. I can find fault or I can look for positive aspects. I can worry about something or I can look forward to something. I can remember things that irritated me or I can remember things that pleased me. I can look for your flaws or I can look for your positive aspects. And in every moment in time, I've got an upstream or a downstream choice. And when you put your life into that context and you deliberately try to point downstream or at least friends you don't even have to try to point downstream you just have to hold your tongue about the upstream stuff you just have to do like Esther said just stop in the middle of a sentence <gasps> and then relax and then realize that even though you want to say it you haven't said it and you don't have to say it and there might even be a different way of saying it let's see could I put it differently do I need to talk about this is it upstream or downstream it's upstream do I want to go upstream not really I'd rather go downstream there are so many wonderful things downstream like what like everything in the world that I want yes. <laughs> and it only takes about 10 or 15 seconds and you have ceased the moving upstream and now that topic is forever changed within you because of the choice you made but if you're not making the choice then your future is full of the same stuff you've gotten you now which you might like and you might not like 
Um, is there a difference in the feeling of paddling upstream versus paddling downstream? Yes. Paddling downstream feels like passion. Paddling uh, upstream feels like struggle. Okay. Oh, we're not saying that once you get pointed and once the stream starts, you'll start acting like that guy. You'll be <laughs> turning cartwheels all, all over the place. In other words, that's, that's paddling downstream. Romping, singing. In other words, oh, the better it gets, the better it gets. You get so full of yourself. Sometimes Jerry and Esther will walk into an environment and it is as if Everybody in the place knows who they are and knows that their life is supposed to be good and just knocks themselves out doing it for them even though they have no idea who they are. It's just that this, the, the place has been so prepared vibrationally before they got there. It's like sending the vibrational entourage. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs>